Net Support, the driving force behind School IT Solutions. Listeners, I'm delighted to have two fabulous guests with me. They are from an academies trust, and I do love speaking to colleagues because there's some interesting specific challenges around uh, that particular sector. I have Helen Price, who's the executive head teacher of the Hampton Academies Trust. Welcome, Helen. Thank you so much for joining us. And this is even more interesting head of finance, director of finance, no less, Caroline Behan, who's also from the Hampton Academies Trust. Ladies, welcome to the official radio channel of BET. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. How was your journey? Absolutely fine. Yeah, lots of people in London. Yes, not not quite the same as Peterborough, is it? We're from Peterborough, yeah. Excellent, yes. very nice. Love it there. I have travelled uh, from the station there many, many times, uh, I have to say. Uh, welcome, welcome indeed. Um, Helen, particular challenges for academies these days. They, It's a pretty tough call, isn't it, really? Who, who would ever think of having to do this, really? <laughs> what's, what's currently on your mindset at the moment? Okay, so... Um, current uh, things that we're thinking about uh, relating to curriculum obviously we've got a new Ofsted framework um, and we're, we're thinking about um, making sure that our curriculum is fit for purpose and things are well sequenced and we're thinking about what happened before and what comes comes next nice. um, so it's always a challenge as you say to just keep moving with the times and uh, reflecting on the things that we need to do good uh, size is everything how big is the trust <laughs> we're, we're relatively small and we're, we're relatively um, locality focused so currently the trust has one all through school and all through education is a particular um, interest of mine. Uh, we have a, a, a standalone primary school and a standalone secondary school and um, looking to expand locally as well, um, but in the Peterborough area. Now you see, you're never too far from a really interesting topic. Me too. I worked with Portland Academy and Professor Heppel on his all through school. So I am ah. absolutely on on target with that. And when I said size, I meant small is beautiful. Because you see these huge sprawling academy trusts and, you know, finance directors have got finance, sub-assistants who have got finance, and all of a sudden there's a team of 50 people doing something that you think hold on a minute this is small and chunky you could be really effective so that's really interesting i love the author i'd like to come Mm. back to you uh, a bit but i'd like to bring caroline in on the conversation now challenges for finance these days that's got to be equally as difficult are you the most popular person in school um, I'm the most popular, but I think in some ways probably the most disliked because I do tend to say no. Um, the issues that we have is that obviously everything within school is a priority. So in terms of developing a curriculum workforce, all the things that we want to achieve, it's just that fine balance of making sure that you can can accommodate all of those. And I think with IT, which is what we're here today to look at, it's about managing expectations about what we can afford and introducing things so we can still have a big impact. So IT will always be a focus for us, but as I said, so there's so many other challenges, it's just that real balancing act for us. I, I just I can't imagine how complex your day is really and you have my admiration because it, you are trapped I think between <laughs> two very difficult places there because uh, as you say you have to say no but I hope you can also say yes to lots of people Absolutely, as well so yes. how important is planning and and just getting things in place because you can't just uh, uh, impulse purchases although you, it's lovely to walk around here that's a tricky call isn't it 
planning is absolutely important it's a real focus and actually what we need to make sure we're doing is it's tied into the school development plan so the focus for any of development that we make including IT and the starting point will be what the heads of school want to achieve where they want to take the curriculum what the priorities are and from that that's where we focus on what we need to do to resource that to make that happen and that's when I need to balance it to say well how can we afford to do it can we not so we start from an aspirational point of view and work it backwards into making it a really workable model. So it's about prioritising, but it's making sure we've got focus and making sure we're spending our money wisely. Okay. Would you say it's all going well so far? Or yeah, you, absolutely. You thought yeah. it always like more money, I guess. Always more money. Um, and actually, they've introduced the national funding formula, which has had a big impact for us. So um, that's been introduced in the next couple of years as a you know hard model. So that's meant a bit more access for us to some more funding, which hopefully for us means some more exciting developments in things like IT, as well as other areas. Good. I always write down the Secretary of State for Education. They change so frequently. So so it is Gavin uh, Gavin Williamson, CBE. At the moment. Um, You're right. Indeed, today, this week. It's always nice to there. For Friday, it's it's only the beginning (laughs) of the Friday, really. Uh, Gavin, we'd like more money up in Peterborough, if you wouldn't mind, please. So uh, just get your checkbook out there. I think they've proved clearly they can do a lot with it. Helen, let's talk all through. What an exciting... So one school that's modelled on that whole process or you, you well, have plans for more? Or? Uh, yeah, well, that was the beginning of our journey. So um, our particular rule through stories, we, we were um, we were a map that's grown from a, a, an original academy, which sure. is quite a common model. And we started life as a secondary school. And because of the uh, population growth in Peterborough, mm. uh, there was a real shortage of primary school places. And so initially, um, in conjunction with the local authority, we varied our age range. So um, we're a seven-form entry secondary school, but we're now also a two-form entry primary. Um, And so that was the beginning of the all-through journey, actually beginning to um, vision an unbroken continuum across the age ranges. So we have early years right the way through to sixth form. But now as we've expanded and and we've become a locality-based mat, we have um, joint post-16 provision across two schools. So um, we're we're really about serving our community and sort of standing back and taking stock of those educational needs right the way from early years. And our next project that's in the offing is developing our own nursery provision. So we're going to go even in younger and make it um, 3 to 19 as uh, what what, what the areas that we're focusing on as a trust. A lovely way of developing the community feel, particularly for parents as well. Can I just uh, draw you a bit on the primary to secondary? That transition, are they on the same site? Or are they split across multi-sites um, we're, we're really fortunate because um, we have um, an exp- at Hampton College in Peterborough, we have an expanded learning campus where we had the original secondary school that was built in 2005. So none of our schools are very old. Um, nice. And then we added a purpose-built primary building. Nice. So it's a separate building, but it's on the same extended um, community uh, learning campus. And we also share that site with the community library and sports centre. So it's a real community hub and we've got parents and community coming and going all day. I love that. I love the opportunity also of uh, younger folks seeing older fun folks and how they should behave. So they're modelling good behaviour, behavioural practice and I think that's absolutely essential. That This is what we expect of you when you... And they've got something to look up to because often the stuff is all done in very... You know, isolated, and then they, they kind of often move. Some some folk move counties to go to uh, the school, and the folks are different. The chemistry is different. The teachers are different. The layout is different, and then we expect them to concentrate on some serious subject matter in year seven, and that's a tricky business. So, absolutely, I'm right behind you on this. Yeah, and and, and what we've been looking to do um, is to innovate 
what we're doing really at key stage two into key stage three so to think about the learners needs so um, we've been able to actually develop some specialist teaching at key stage two um, which is not that uncommon but we've also um, been taking some primary generalist practices into key stage three so we have nurture provision for learners who are not ready to access the full secondary um, curriculum Uh, they're not ready to navigate around an enormous campus so they need need some extra support so we're able to offer an extended transition Um, but probably most exciting of all is we've got teachers from the primary sector and the secondary sector together talking collaborating and really thinking about this idea of sequencing so we're not repeating we're not under aiming at year seven which we know is is an issue in the system um, and we're making the most out of key stage two and key stage three we're undermining i would say as well Mm -hmm. because there's a lot of that that goes on yes which is really interesting what what an exciting proposition (laughs) i really excited um how are you supported within your network? Because the all-through process, uh, fabulous Professor Stephen Heppel here has just arrived, uh, and we're talking a really interesting topic. I'm going to talk to, to Stephen in a second. We're talking all-through schools here. Um, this is uh, the head of an all-through school. Um, and uh, just particularly, I wanted, how well are you supported? So it's a fairly new model. Um, what's your professional development network? Uh, are the, well, the authority won't be particularly well um, versed in that, because that will be a new concept. There. Where are you being supported? That's a really good question because um, when we initially started on the journey there wasn't a lot there and so um, we've had to go out and and look for it and create our own networks Um, and part of my own CPD journey is I started a doctorate um, so I became so interested in it um, started to uh, research into the area and from that has grown a network so um, I've attended conferences on our site we've hosted conferences that were initially aimed at school leaders in all three settings and what we found is lots of other people started coming on because where we uh, started off as an all-through school actually all phase maps are expanding at a rate and this collaboration across phases is becoming thankfully more and more common so we found that there is an interest and an appetite in, in what we're doing it's nice to be a trailblazer though isn't it right at the front there but often are you getting your fingers burnt though is it is it is it tricky there are challenges and one of the things that um, Caroline is very familiar with and one of the things I found from my research is that leaders feel they are financially disadvantaged in the all through um, configuration and that's because some of our funding is per institution so um, even things like the the little extras money from from uh, uh, Philip Hammond uh, we had very little at our all through school because we had to share all of that across um, an enormous organisation. Okay, that's a challenge. That's, ch- that's expectations, isn't it? It's about setting colleagues' expectations. But I mean, once I think you've explained the, the process, I'm kind of, you know, that's what it is, really. Get out there and wash some cars and decorate some stuff and, and bake some, say, some, some cakes. I have some great examples. One in particular in my school, uh, the head said, um, You're not having a radio station, you buy it yourself. So the kids went off and did just mm-hmm. that. Took them two years and they raised serious money, many thousands of pounds. Uh, they just get on with it, you know. And if they want something, it's it's possible. It's some really good examples as well. It is lovely to talk to you. Thank you so much indeed. I have a really splendid bet, and I'm really pleased. I'd like to know more on this. We should really hook up and find a bit more because uh, I could introduce you to some interesting people. We certainly need to have a chat with a fabulous professor there Fantastic. as well. I'll introduce you in a second because oh, that lovely. will be really Thank good. You. He's up next anyway. But ladies, for the moment, brilliant to chat with you. Uh, live in the studio, we had Caroline Behan, Hampton Academy's Trust Director of Finance. Caroline, thank you so much indeed. And Helen Price, how, how close 
close are we to the doctor that we got? Oh, well, we're, we're getting there. We're 2020. Oh, it's going to happen this year. I look forward sorted. to yep. calling you Dr. <laughs> Helen. So it's designate Dr. Helen Price. Not quite yet, but we're Not nearly there. Yet. It's yep. half, it's half, half, but she's on the way. Executive uh, head teacher, Hampton Academy Trust. Ladies, thank, thank you so you. much for joining thank us. Thank you. Thank you. Net Support delivers the best in classroom instructional tech, early years assessment tools, IT management suites, and top of the line safeguarding solutions. See them all at BET 2020.